now for the Redbird Report podcast with the TV voice of the cards, Danny Mack, and Cards World Series champion Brad Thompson on 101 ESPN. The 101 Redbird Report podcast. That's Brad Thompson. I'm Dan McLaughlin. We are coming to you from Washington, where the Cardinals will kick off a weekend series. Miles Michaelis is on the mound tonight. It's the Nationals. It's the Cardinals. Brad, it's great to see you. And Soto could just go from one end of the stadium to the other. I feel like some things are just meant to be. It is. This is one of those things. You got Juan Soto who, look, they couldn't come up with a deal. We've all turned down $440 million (laughs) before. Understand what imagine that. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't imagine that. I'd be bubble boy after that. See, that's the one thing that I've thought about with this whole thing, and it is fun. I mean, it's fun to talk about. It's fun if you're a Cardinal fan, a baseball fan, whatever. But, hey, by the way, he he also turned down a half a billion dollars he get hit tonight and could be over, and you don't have a half a billion dollars that you could have signed up for. Scary. Yes. It's a risk. It is. So he's going to get traded. Do you think it happens this year, though? Yeah, so I I do. I do still believe it, it happens. Now, again, to your point, it doesn't have to. They've got two more years of control of Soto after this year. And Mike Rizzo, their GM, talked about this. So he, he said, look, we tried to come up with a deal for him. And it was a historic deal at $440 million. And I believe it was over, was that a 15-year deal, something like that? Which, 15-year deal, you say, that's crazy. He's 23. Yeah. He's 23 years old. I mean, this is a unicorn when you're talking about baseball. But you turn that down. If you're the organization, you better start thinking about how you can capitalize off of this player. If you know you're not going to be able to keep him in-house after these two years. Uh, But if I'm him, I don't settle. Like, I go out there and I find exactly what I want and the prospects that I want from an organization, something that I know can set me up for the future, and I take nothing less. And if I don't get that here by Tuesday, the trade deadline, then I hang on to the player and we have these conversations again in the offseason. You know, I've seen it about it from a Cardinals perspective, and I was on BK show and, and certainly with Randy and Michelle, and they, they brought it up, and I said, we've never really seen this before. Like, you, you could have the deal for... Big Mac and Edmonds and Roland and uh, Matt Holiday, but these were guys that were in the middle of their career, and so it was it was about getting them there and you know establishing their uh, presence in St. Louis, learning about the the organization, the city, all that stuff, and selling uh, them on the fan base and and vice versa. But we're talking about a guy that's twenty three, and when you start looking at his comps. And that's what I love looking at, like, baseball reference. And you go to fan graphs, and there was a neat thing on there the other day. He's 23 with the amount of games he's played, the at-bats he's played. You're talking about a top five or top ten player ever through this point of his career at the plate. So, really, we have never seen anything like this. And it's going to be a haul. And the Cardinals do, I would say, probably have the pieces to make this happen if they want to do it. They do for sure. So let's talk about that, okay? Let's talk about how comfortable. Let's play Mo for a minute. This is fun, okay? Let's put on our our best sweater and and let's let's go after this. Uh, Because it is a little chilly in this hotel room that we're doing this from here in Washington. You you say my room is cold? It's a little chilly, yeah. I like a chilly room. No, it's, it's great. It is great. Okay, thank I, you. I feel like the sixth sense. I'm going to see dead people soon. <laughs> uh, but so w- when you are looking at that, you look at seven top 100 prospects that the organization has currently, and certainly a lot of uh, talent at the major league level. 
What makes you uncomfortable? Is there something for Juan Soto, two more years of it? And let's just imagine that it is only two more years. Three runs at a, at a title with him because yeah. you have this year as well. But two more years because, if look, if he turned down $440 million, there's a very good chance, Dan, that you're not going to be able to retain the player. Okay? So... Who are you uncomfortable? Well, I, don't think, I, I disagree. Okay, well, let's I, get into that then. I, so I think if you're the Cardinals in the way that they do business, that if they get this guy, they, the, the idea is we are going to be uncomfortable giving up what we're going to have to give up, sure. but we're also going to be uncomfortable giving him $550 million, $600 million. I, th- I think that they, they would not pull the trigger with, without knowing that they feel very good about retaining his services for the remainder of his career. Then they're not going to trade for him. You don't the way, think so? is the way that I look at it. No, because I really don't see them being an organization because history has told us they're not going to spend $500 million on a player. History's also told us, going. I, I was thinking about this, go back to the Gas House Gang, which bleeds into Stan, okay? I know you're, you're laughing at me right well, I'm now. I'm just trying to collective salary even adjusted. Nobody's making this money, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so when the Gas House Gang was collecting their $25,000 <laughs> yeah. of the... The group. Now um, I see the comp. Okay, go, yeah. go on. This is the, the take money out of the equation here. Okay. So the the idea is they've always had somebody that you go to the ballpark to watch. So Gas House to Stan, Stan to Lou and Brock, and I, I should have mentioned Red earlier too. That goes into Ted Simmons and Hernandez, um, and that leads into Ozzy. Ozzy leads into Big Mac. Big Mac into Albert. Albert into the great players that we have now and that we've seen. And Yachty. So my point is, there's always been somebody there to go see at the ballpark. And now you still have Nolan Arenado. You still got Goldie. Goldie's yep. the MVP of the National League. So I'm not taking anything away from them. But my point is, money out of the equation. Long term, there's been, and I see you just giggling. You can't at, take money out of this equation. I'm just saying, you know, that's the equation. They say, you know what? We we feel like okay by the end of this deal, it's going to be rate adjusted and uh <laughs> in 15 years it's gonna look like a steal okay no it could it could like that, that is how about the crazy when albert thing. signed for 10 for 100 i know and it was the best deal they ever made oh for sure it, it was, was a steal for sure it was and no, i think i think you make a, a good point now a hundred million five hundred million <laughs> same, same 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 you were you playing know? along yeah it's fine no uh you, you make a good point. I do think that the fact, though, that he does have the two years as opposed to the one makes it a little bit more palatable if he did, in fact, walk. Like, there is really something, and we've seen history of this, okay, of having a guy come to the organization, you mentioned all the guys, and they end up loving it. So Juan Soto has had some great moments in his career. He's won a World Series, like, and uh, the fan base for the Nationals was very good then. Now, it's just kind of like we stink. Nobody's showing up to the ballpark. It's a different vibe when you get there. Maybe that does something for him. Now, I got to tell you, I don't think it's going to do anything for Scott Boris. The feelings, no, no. The feelings that he has, like, I like it. It's like, okay, well, we like L.A. too, or the Mets yeah. or the Yankees uh, when, when come free agency. And w- whether you believe that the agent should have as much of a say as maybe Boris has or not, he does. Like when it comes to the influence that he has on a player, because generally when you have, uh, when Boris has a client, especially a client like this, oh, he's going to test market, the market. The guy's going to test it right yeah. now. Testing the market doesn't necessarily mean you're going somewhere else, right. but you'll utilize all of these other markets against your current one. We saw Matt holiday tested the market. Now Matt was only here for a half a year in 2009 and he already knew in his heart of hearts that he wanted to come back, but he was technically a free agent. You're not, you're not, playing along with me on my I idea. want to play along but I'm not saying that you, you that 
my thought is you don't have to know that you're going to re-sign him after two years. I would love to be able to know. Then I then I can't I can't give up then Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, maybe Dylan Carlson, uh Tink Hentz. I mean, we're talking about a lot of good talent, yes. man. Yes. I don't know and if, if I can Mike, do that then. And if you're Mike Rizzo, you don't take anything less than stuff like that. Okay, like, so uh, who's going to pitch then? Let, let's say you get great Soto. Great question. No, so here's my thought with that. Okay. First of all, you're you're finding fillers, okay? And I mean no disrespect to John Lester and Jay Happ last year, but those when those trades went down on deadline day, if there was a collective, what? Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what? And I remember they were you great. texted me and you're like, are what you kidding the? me? Yeah. <laughs> Why the face, Dan? Uh, so... And they worked like they, they, there are things like that. You would have stop gaps and you need more than that. Let's let's be totally honest. They need more more than stop gaps. They need more than patching this side of the boat and then taking water on the other side. It would be great to be able to actually upgrade. But thinking about this, let's go worst case scenario, which is never worst case scenario. Yeah. You trade for Soto and you give up a lot of prospect currency when you do that. All these guys that you're talking about, probably, and then maybe some more. And firstborns, uh, whatever, whatever sure. it ends up, ends up being. And you end up short on pitching still, and you miss the postseason. Oof. Be a little upset, wouldn't you? Yeah. But you come into next year with Arenado, Goldie, and Soto with an offseason of an opportunity of going out there and signing some pitching or trading for some pitching because – Look, they, this organization has done a really good job. There's a reason they're in a position to even make this trade. Yeah. Randy Flores and company have done a really good job of restocking the minor leagues with high-impact players. And then you saw, by the way, this shift back this year in the draft where seven out of the top ten picks that they made were college pitchers. So they're trying to get these pitchers closer to the big leagues and ready, backfilling again some of the things that have been lost over the last couple of years. I really think that you're in a, in a position where – even if you you missed out on this year, you set yourself up for a lot of success next year oh, yeah. if you made a deal like that. And this, like, I don't believe that they're going to trade for Soto. I don't. But I think that it, it's it's worth talking about all of these different ideas. I've seen crazier things. I, I'm not sure. I, I, I pe- love that you're not sure. I, I love that. Like people, you know, people this is going to be a fun weekend. It is. People keep asking me about it, and... Uh, I, I just don't have a good feel one way or another. It's still on the table for Which me. Which is nice to feel like that, to be right. totally honest, because right. over the last couple of years, there has been that feel around the Cardinals and around the trade deadline where it's like, yeah, they're not getting that guy. Like, oh, here's the, here's the big guy out on the market. Oh, good. They're not getting him. Like, that part's not going to sure. happen. Right now, there is real uh, uh, like real traction around some of the bigger names. Now, Juan Soto's the biggest one. The Cardinals are, are being talked about a lot around Frankie Montas with, with the A's, who has another year of control. His name is still being thrown around with Luis Castillo. I like Tyler Malley as well. I think that Malley is a, a good piece that could end up helping you out. Do you have, real quick, just kind of a little offshoot, do you have a problem trading within the division for guys like that? Not really. I, I know that it, it's not done now uh, nearly as much as it used to. I think I would be... For instance, like if you wanted to go get Contreras with the Cubs and you got him for the stretch run, he didn't re-sign, you had to give up really good prospects to go get him, that one would sting. I agree, because you think they have a plan here for the future. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that one would be a little bit tougher. But with, like trading with the Reds, no. Pirates, no. I don't think either one of those have a five-year plan. No. Uh, David Bednar, uh, sign me up. Yeah. I mean, that guy, you know, Luis Castillo, yes. I mean, these are good, 
good pitchers that would help this team right now. Yes. Um, so I, I really don't. Do you? No, no, I, I don't either. And to the, the point Cubs that maybe. you had. Yeah, to the point that you had. I, I don't believe that the Reds are in a position where they're they're going to turn whatever you gave them into something that hurts you right away. Right. And I, and I believe that Castillo could help you right away. But even outside that, right, whether you're looking at Pablo Lopez, uh, who's a good arm, I think that Noah Syndergaard is interesting, even though... I take a flyer on him. For sure. And it's money. He signed a $21 right. million dollar deal. If you end up eating all that's left on that contract, I don't think that you're going to have to give up much. By the way, and I'm not saying that the Cardinals are in on this guy, how about the Angels listening on Shohei right now? I know. I it's mean, crazy, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, and he talked about it through his translator and said, look, I'm an angel now. That's all I can worry about at this point. Shohei, they should deal Shohei They should. Absolutely should. That is an organization that has done such a bad job drafting, developing, having the right talent in. Yeah, they've spent money, and they've gone out there and given money to Rendon and Trout and, you know, well, not even Shohei. They haven't paid him yet. Somebody will. He's got one more year left, by the way. If you do make a play for Shohei, one more year of team control after this year. They paid, you know, they paid Albert, and they paid Hamilton. It was, uh, uh, Who's the, uh, the the lefty, lefty. from Texas? Yeah, uh, um, they paid all kinds of different guys. Uh, Head and Shoulders commercial too, and I don't yes, know why. Great hair. I was <laughs> thinking the same I'm thing. He's got awesome his, his hair. Name. Either way, uh, they've paid all these guys, but none of it has come to fruition because they haven't had a bigger plan. And I think that that tells you something about baseball. When you can have the best player in the world, you could have two of the best players in the world. It doesn't mean you're a good team. You have two of the best players in the world in the NBA, you're probably a champion. It would be nice to have a big three, but if you have two of them, you got a chance. In baseball, you don't. You have to have a bigger plan than that, and Shohei Otani can bring in a lot for the Angels. By the way, if you're the Nationals, and I was thinking about this, you've let go of Rendon, Bryce Harper, you signed the big boy, Strasburg, and that has... Oh, uh, damn. That one hurts. That one's been a They're tough one. $35 million to do a nothing. year. Well, he had a start this year. Yeah, got lit up. Yeah, then, then went back, back on, on the, the IL. IL. He had um, that thoracic outlet last year. Who else have, am I? Well, Soto well, now. Well, Scherzer and Trey Turner. They yep. traded off both of those pieces last year. Oof. So, right. I mean, like there have been a lot of things. So think about that as a fan. This is last year's trade deadline, okay, for, for the Nationals, who are going to go through it again and likely to lose their best player. Scherzer, Turner, Jan Gomes, uh, John Lester, Brad Hand, Josh Harrison, mm. Kyle Schwarber, and Daniel Hudson all got traded off last year. Wow. I mean, <laughs> that, that's a lot. Enjoy. Have fun, Nats yeah. fans. What do you think we're going to have for crowds this weekend? Maybe there's the send off for Soto. That's what I was thinking. Like, there might be the the thought of that. Also, Albert Pujols coming, you yep. know, coming back into town. Who, by the way, has been very, very good. He's raking uh, again. Yeah, he is. He's feeling the flow too. Just smiling all the time. How about his last month? Over a thousand OPS. Yeah, he's doing it, and this isn't all against lefties. Exactly. Right? I mean, he's he's been in there against tough righties, and it that was never the the idea with Albert. Is hey, let's plug him in all the time. Yeah. He forced your hand, and your roster, in all fairness, being, uh, I'd say, lackluster for options that you have on your bench at times has forced your hand as well, but Albert has taken advantage of it, and I still do believe, you and I have talked about this all year, there is something to the name on the back of the jersey also that does something different to you as a pitcher. When you see Albert Pujols on the mound, or when you're standing on the mound, you see him and you peer in, that looks different. You don't look at his numbers right now. You don't look at the splits that he he has. You don't look at, like, my stuff should dominate him. There's still that thought of, ah, that's Albert. Exactly. I can't make a mistake to this guy. What do you do, Dan, when you're standing over the water? Don't hit the water when you're golfing. Oh, not the lake, not the lake. You hit it in the lake. 
That's they put something in the back of your head. All right, let's wrap it up with this. Um, okay, Yachty's coming back. Yeah, he is. Albert, um, I think the final two months, starting Tuesday, when you have the Cubs and then the Yankees coming to town, especially when you have Juan Soto on your team and Juan Soto, maybe. It's going to be a buzz at the ballpark. I think the final two months are going to be really cool starting on Tuesday. They are, and you talked about this a couple of weeks ago, the fact that it is a sprint. I mean, you, yep. you look at the schedule, and it's jam-packed. It's game and number 100 yes, tonight. Yeah, you're just going, yeah. right? Uh, so, no, it should, be, it should be a lot of fun. And the fun, again, isn't solely around Albert and Yachty and the send-offs there. Wainwright, we still don't have clarity on what that looks like. By the way, I'm very clear that Wainwright looked really good last time out. Really good. And, uh, you know, was able to dominate a really good Toronto Blue Jays team. But there, there are the celebration, the fact that you bring the kids out and you're going to get a chance to see Albert and Yachty for the last time, right? There's going to be that. But this team has much more in them, I think, I, it, with the right pieces. Like, we're going to find out Tuesday if, in fact, they have helped this ball club or not and put them in a position to succeed. But they still have championship aspirations. Do you think that Albert wants to go a, after 162 and just tip his cap to the fans? No chance. No, man. He wants yeah, to win. Of course he does. Like, yeah. these guys want to go on a deep October run. So we're going to see what the front office is able to do here in the next couple of days to make that a possibility. Hey, buddy, this is fun and uh, looking forward to tonight. Should be a great game. It's going to be a great series uh i'll go grab soto i'll bring him over awesome did you get uh i did talk to our buddy mark walsh who works in the clubhouse for the, he's the best i said man you have to pack for a lot on this trip he goes oh yeah you just don't know what's gonna happen so you're packing them all up and ready to go i hope he uses all that stuff i do too it'd be fun that's bt i'm danny mack and this is the redbird report on 101 espn you've been listening to the redbird report podcast with a tv voice of the cards danny mack and cards world series champion brad thompson on 101 espn at the home depot we have black friday savings all through november and with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear although we also love the sound that comes after the holidays when people put their new tools to use. In fact, we love it so much. When you buy select Milwaukee M18 kits, you'll get an extra tool for free. So after you're done filling the air with holiday magic, you can fill it with the sounds of doing. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.